This is Power Athlete Radio. With your hosts, Denny Kaye, Professor Booty, and the Luke Summers. And now, toes forward, hips locked, shoulders set, and retract those scapulas. It's time for some knowledge bombs. What is up? It's Luke. We have a little holiday hiatus here. We're having a hard time getting the whole crew together for a little bit of a podcast session here. So what we're going to do is broadcast the audio from a coach's roundtable that we did last week where we used Google Plus basically to try and get a handful of coaches to sit down and discuss their strategies and what challenges they have in implementing a program at their gym, uh, CrossFit football program at their gym, utilizing the programming on CrossFit football. The two coaches we were able to get connected due to some technical difficulties uh, was uh, first Carl Case. Carl Case runs CrossFit South Bend Strength and Conditioning in Indiana, and he's also an intern for Power Athlete. He, uh, he's been to a few seminars and helped coach those seminars and, and provides a lot of valuable input based off of his experience coaching and playing rugby. Carl goes through what they do for their athletes and a lot of the benefits and challenges that he goes through. And then the second coach that we had on our roundtable was Chad Hamilton out of Coda CrossFit in Oklahoma City. Uh, Chad is a the premier CrossFit football coach down in Coda in the sense that uh, he leads the class. And what's interesting about his demographic is he's coaching for general population and he has a lot of general pop athletes that are participating in the CrossFit football style programming and he he goes through and and gives you an idea of what they did to implement it now the difference is Carl utilizes a 90 minute training block whereas Chad is utilizing a 60 minute training block so it's pretty interesting to hear what these guys have done but uh, without further ado check out this coach's roundtable and if you want to see the video the video is all recorded and we have a previous post that is the coach's roundtable where you can see everything go down all right have a good weekend power athlete nation and uh, we look forward to getting back on the show here next week that's what the internet says hey Callie by the way what is this whole I'm dead to you on the podcast I'm dead to you? No. That's what you said on the podcast. Steve's dead to me. Ah, I think because uh, you've been absent. Absent. You haven't committed to that podcast. Time. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So here we're, we're rolling right now. We're live. Can you believe my mom's probably watching? Hey, mom. So this is the first iteration of what we're going to be doing with our coaches roundtable. We were able to get three total coaches connected. Uh, out with, of 300 with hopefully a few more joining up as they figure out the internet first foremost we have carl case carl say what's up how's it going so carl's one of our intern coaches he's out of south bend indiana he's been uh he's interned at a, uh, about a half dozen coaches and uh he currently utilizes oh you gotta turn that I down feedback I think because uh, what Chad's got going on is he has a human twin next to him. Uh, and uh, Chad, why don't you tell him a little bit about yourself? I'm I'm Chad Hamilton. I've, I'm with Coda CrossFit, and uh, I've been a, a CrossFit football coach for about a year now. And uh, I just I, it speaks to me, so I implemented it to our to our our members, and um, it's, been, it's been a great thing at, at Coda. 
Awesome. And we just had a seminar at Chad's place. Uh, and then last but not least, Professor Booty himself. What's up, guys? So Steve Playtech, he's our one of our co-hosts of our podcast. And today, I guess what the plan is, is to talk a little bit about one of the subjects that we get whenever we go to one of our seminars is how exactly are you supposed to implement a program like the one listed on CrossFitFootball.com in a general pop class? And there's really two, two veins to that discussion, right? Which is going to be one, logistics, and two, how do you build interest? Because people hear CrossFit football or they hear, hey, we're going to lift some weights and it's just not sexy. So uh, I know at CrossFit Balboa, at our home gym, we have it implemented and uh, we managed to fit it in an hour and we'll get a little bit into that. But first, Carl, why don't you talk about your setup and what exactly you're doing with your with your gym? Yeah, so we've been running a CrossFit football specific class since I think uh, June of this year. Um, so what we do is we run ours in um, actually 90 minute increments. Uh, we follow CrossFit football as written on the website um, a week behind. So that gives us the time to plan appropriately for things we need to change it or that we have a good idea of what's coming up. Um, so we run ours in 90 minute segments and like the website goes Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And then when we put it out there, we just ask that people, if they wanted to do the class, they give us a minimum of three months commitment to that class. So they could see enough time to get the results they want out of it. Um, as we always talk about kind of the cafeteria CrossFitters. So we were trying to avoid that. So that's kind of how we run ours is 90 minute um, increments and it runs side by side with one of our normal classes. So our general pop classes, we have the luxury of the space to be able to do that and the equipment. So we just kind of make things work on those days as far as the dual classes going on. That's legit. What uh, do you do it on a private basis as well? Or do you have any athletes that are following the program? Um, we have, yeah, we have a few athletes, uh, not necessarily how um, many private work or one-on-one -on -one work. They're still kind of directed towards that um, cross the football class, but I have a handful of high school rugby players I work with. Um, that's the, um, what I do on the side is I coach rugby, so I'm able to get them in there. And through the summer, we ran a um, sports-specific strength conditioning camp that ran the duration of summer. And we had a number of um, high school athletes throughout that. Right now, I just have a handful of uh, rugby players that are getting ready for their season that starts in March. Sounds good. How is it? How's the general pop or I guess your non-traditional field sport athletes who are in your CrossFit football class? How are they? How do they like the program? They like it a lot. Um, a lot of people who were coming into the class um, have been experienced CrossFitters for us for a while. They've been with us 18 months, two years, and they kind of had that life cycle of a CrossFitter where the, it worked for a while and now they wanted to get more um, specified and they wanted to add strength and size and power. So they um, trickled into this class and it's been awesome for them. People are blowing PRs out of the um, water. They're getting their three by fives up to what their one rep maxes used to be. Um, so the people who are more of our general pop and not our athletic population seem to really enjoy it a lot and they're seeing those gains. How do you, uh, how do you enforce that three month commitment is that something you just talk with them upfront about, or do you um, do you have them buy a specific membership for that? How does that work? <clears throat> yeah, so we don't necessarily have them buy a specific membership. It was, I guess, kind of more on the 
honor system or kind of just this is what's going to give you the best results. So when we first developed the class, we told people that we were going to want that minimum three month commitment. And from there, people are just stuck. And so when they come in, um, we ask that they have a sit down with us before they come in the class so that we don't just show up. And so we can explain to them what the program is, what we need from them on their part, which is the commitment of the three months. And it's kind of that, um, a shared understanding that that's what you're going to need at minimum need from them. Right. Right. So Chad, what's, uh, Chad Hamilton, what's the deal? Tell us about your setup. Uh, we've been running a class since, since July, a formal, a formal class since July. And, uh, the main idea was to, to kind of create a, uh, some interest in this time slot that we had at, at five at five p.m. and there was we have we run a class a regular CrossFit class at four thirty, uh, five o'clock five thirty six and six thirty. Uh, that changed a little bit in in uh, in July mostly. It's, we made that five o'clock class just our specialty course class. So we have uh, my class, the football class, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we have our endurance class on uh, Tuesday and Thursday. So we just try to create a niche of a special kind of uh, hour right there because there was nobody coming to that that regular CrossFit class. So we just saw an opportunity there and, and wanted to see how it went. And that the first week, the we probably had 20 to 35 uh, in, in the class. And there was just, just one coach, me, doing it. So that leveled off a bit, though, of course. To, normally, we'll get 15 people in a class. On, on a good day, we'll get 20 in a class. Um, the way it looks, though, you know, it's I, I guess I've always been been preaching the, the methodology and just the regular the regular CrossFit class that we have. Uh, we're a very competitive gym. We, we roll pretty deep to every competition that that's that's around with 20 to 30 30 competitors and uh so it's it's younger and it's really competition driven so catering this very specific class to that has been has been tough because it's not like you said Luke, it's not sexy it's not crossfitty um you don't get to swing and flop around on things and you, you, you got to be really focused and really intense and driven on one single lift and a lot of people don't like that and thankfully we've we've carved out a niche where we have a good eight solid who are solely going to that class we don't have any sort of a commitment we didn't ask for any commitment from them it's it's just kind of check it out see what you think and it gives me an opportunity to to preach one hour um other than that the way the way that it looks as far as the uh the workouts go it's um well, I've only got an hour and I, hell, I can spend an hour warming them up. So I, I'll try to cut, you know, 20 minutes for the warm up, and then, uh, we'll spend about 30 minutes on the strength. And that's usually just say on a Monday, that's usually just a squat that we, we don't have an opportunity to get a true press in there because of, of the time commitment, I, I think, uh, so I'll, I'll move that down a lot of times to the, to the, to the workout, the, the DWOD and just try to get it in there. But that that's that's kind of been the problem and not being able to uh to go by the the true method of the monday tuesday off wednesday and thursday friday uh, and then the, the dwat on saturday so it, that that's been a hard part as well but other than that you know uh just getting them to to get a lot of weight on their back and get moving fast and changing direction for a good eight to ten minutes is really my only goal and they seem to have a good time with that so i everything's moving forward uh 
really in a, in a positive, positive way with it. Yeah, and, uh, Chad and I talked a little bit about implementing more of a five-day or six-day program, program and how that would work. And uh, But what's funny is, Chad, back me up on this. Your general pop people and folks who aren't into athletics still embrace the foot race. I mean, getting people yes. pitted against yeah. each other in racing, whether it's linear or nonlinear, oh, yeah. uh, it brings out the inner savage. Yeah, that's 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 always added. They they expect that, you know. We get them going, and it's it's not uncommon for other classes to come out and uh, and join in. So it's it's that's always fun to get to get the community, if you if you will, involved. Uh, Chad, do any of those eight kind of regular dudes who do CrossFit football at your gym do they compete at all? I mean, have they seen some benefits translating to um, a more competitive environment? There's okay. a few. There, right. there's a few. Um, the most of them are just really committed to to me, I guess. The, some some members like certain coaches, and they're kind of they're my babies, so they they kind of follow me wherever I go. Tell, tell me about it, Chad. <laughs> I know. I'm no. My language. I mean, yeah. So uh, uh, there's a few that are that are pretty hardcore competitors, and they ha actually haven't had a chance to compete yet. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. That's coming up at the end of January. We've got a few events coming up. And that's also something I wanted to, to touch on, and that's maybe how to, how to cater it at a, at a gym for the general population in a gym like mine where everybody's a competitor. And if I don't, if I don't cater to a competitor or, the, or the, the, that, that group of people, I, I'm going to suffer in attendance. And, sure. and there's a lot that they can get from, from the method, I think, because most local events aren't, most of the, the workouts aren't any longer than 10 minutes. That's just not, it's not fun for spectators. So they keep them pretty low. And I mean, I, I think it fits right in. And when 85% of our members are scaled competitors, no, there's not a whole lot of RX meathead just killing it out there. And in, in, in Coda, there's, there's a few. So most of them are scaled. So most of the movements that we do, they're going to see there. And I, I think it fits, I think it fits nicely into, into competition. I just don't know what that type of a program looks like as far as being really specific to take them to a peak to that competition. Sure. Well, we do. And that will eventually <laughs> come so, out. I guess, um, let me jump. Let's put that, let's, I'm going to table that and see if Playtech, do you have anything to, anything to add or to what these guys are saying? No, I mean, I've been doing the uh, the programming here at CrossFit Gwinnett for the past two months, and I've been implementing sort of power athlete methodology. And um, what I've noticed is that, um, first of all, people sort of hate my programming. They feel like it's kind of terrible, but they're, they're lifting a lot, and all of a sudden, they're lifting more weight. Yesterday, we did three rep max back squat and a one rep max strict press. Everybody in the gym PR. Um, and then after that, we did 10 by 100 meter sprints, and I have to second what you say everybody was running i mean like a, a, a race is fun right everybody wants to win so it was super cool and then i do a couple of uh private athletes too a professional baseball player and some professional crossfitters <laughs> whatever that means and uh i implement the same idea you know squats presses dynamic pulls but then i have to have them do that goofy flop around shit too because that's what we do in crossfit competitions so well, you know, I guess the we've had amazing buy-in at our gym. I mean, our class, the first CrossFit football class that we posted officially, because we, you know, Steve, you say you've mentioned methodology, and we just had a recent post regarding 
the power athlete methodology and how it relates to CrossFitFootball.com and the program. So we started to follow the programming as it's written for an hour block, uh, one class out of our eight classes a day. And the first day we we posted it, we had like 24 people. Well, it's like the opening of a restaurant. Yeah. So yeah. right. Some attrition. Yeah, there has attrition. been attrition, but still um, minimal. Minimal. Yeah, we have. I mean, we have 18 people. Uh, you know, we. Well, and for for us too. I mean, uh, our general pop, they don't know that they're kind of following uh, across the football right. methodology, anyways. But what we wanted to do is make a class available, and you know, for me personally, uh, I was a big proponent for following the site as it read for that day because I was tired of getting in drop-ins who were like. You know, like, oh, I just want to come to the home of CrossFit football. And I wanted to have this be a place where people could come and do the exact workout that exact day, bang some weights with some people and uh, and essentially um, kind of have that have that experience because, I mean, that's what we do. That's what we're used to doing. So, like, why not dedicate a class to it? Does that make sense? I like it. Yeah, I like that. Do you guys, does, um, does anybody at your gym, do you guys uh, – uh, Carl, do you guys follow the football site as is, day of? Uh, no, we follow one week behind, just so we know what the uh, the week blocks look like and if we yeah. change anything. Obviously, we have some inside info, so we kind of know what we can do. Yeah, you got the heads up on that. And we just do that just so um, if there's anything we need to make slight changes to because of lack of equipment or space or it's snowing here, we have the um, knowing ahead time to be able to do that. The foresight. Yeah. Sure, sure. So what, uh, we'll go with you, Carl. What uh, What are some challenges that you run into? Do you run into like uh, equipment challenges or anything? Um, what What kind of stands out as, as, you know, a barrier? I think- Obviously the, we talked about the name a little bit um, and you can like, you can always, for anybody uh, who runs a gym, like you can always rebrand it to be like, Carl's Get Jacked Challenge <laughs> class. Right. Yeah, so um, I guess as far as that, we just call it our um, CrossFit um, South Bend strength, con strength and Conditioning class. There you go. Powered by CrossFit Football class. So it's a bit um, broader as far as the name reach goes. Sure. Um, but I think the biggest one that I've found is kind of the echo of kind of what Chad said is the time frame. Even though we do go 90 minutes, there still be a time or two when we do go slightly over, um, especially on the heavy squat days because it's taking a while to dig into those and people are getting pretty high on the reps, need the rest. Um, but I would say for us, pretty much the biggest one is kind of the time hurdle. The equipment really hasn't been too much of a challenge for us. So uh, our members have kind of uh, taken on the, the 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 mode of power athlete. Um, a couple of my CrossFitters that I train personally here um, have got the socks and everything, and they're all about like being power athletes. So they're also coaches, and so we got some members who sort of refer to themselves as power athletes now, which I think is super cool. It is super cool. Start building the culture, build the identity. That's right, man. So, uh, and I don't know, I just stepped out for a second, but I'm not sure if we covered this, but a, a strategy that you can use to try and compress um, compress the timeline and still get your lifts in, because really the, the thing that, the match behind the program is getting in your lifts, the volume of the lifts, the intensity of the lifts, is try to uh, get your pressing, and I know Chad and Hamilton talked about this a bit earlier, but get it maybe throw the secondary lift into the Metcon and disguise it as like an every minute on the minute approach and still get your reps and your volume at the, 
at the required or prescribed intensity that for that day. If you're creating your own program. Yeah, if you're creating your own programming. So that's really the solution right. to get a 90 minute program into a 60 minute window is either chop some stuff out or modify it or, you know, start to- Or get your athletes to the point too, where they can uh, start to warm up themselves a bit too. I mean, we, we put a lot of emphasis on warm-ups. You guys know how long it takes in the seminar just to warm um, those uh, attendees up. But, um, yeah, the more that they can kind of be independent and, um, you know, address any issues they have with their own body, then that'll expedite it as well. Yeah, that's what we've done. Our members come in a few minutes early, especially they see it before. Like yesterday it was three rep max, back squat, and one rep, one rep max uh, strict press. So a bunch of people, they just come in early and start warming up and stretching. So they're ready to hit it. Still have time for the Metcon. So it ends up being like a 90 minute class, but they're really only in there for 60 minutes with the coach. The first 20, 30 minutes, they're actually getting warmed up. Sure. And then, not, um, you not know, everybody you... does that. Not everybody does that, but the, the folks who are going for the real three rep max, the real one, not the housewives who are like, you know, oh, one kilo more than last week, which is still like 20 one kilos right but um the the athletes who really want to get strong have been smart enough to do that and we encourage all of our athletes to do that so just for safety purposes yeah for sure but you know and then um you know there needs to be an emphasis on a dynamic warm-up and i think that builds solidarity in the group too which is kind of like we try to reiterate that team environment in our classes uh everyone's on point everyone's paying attention and we kind of you know we're able to build build skill on skill with a little more dynamic movement in our warm-up but uh, I guess something else to mention here is anyone who's watching this, all 10 double digits, uh, you can throw up a question by clicking the Q&A button on your broadcast page. So if you have any questions or trying to implement this program yourself. Just, just ask a question so we know you're a real person. <laughs> yeah, everybody who's watching should ask a question. Um, and I heard, or according to, I don't even know how to check this, but... Uh, Saul Harris is watching and saw the podcast was just posted and at minute 30, you're getting a little torn up here by, <laughs> by the crew. But, um, yeah, so if you have any questions, let us know, let it rip. Um, let's see. We're reading some. Yeah, my man Caleb from OKC just said he loves it. Everybody loves it. Uh, what else? So why don't we just catch up, dude? Uh, uh, some. Denny watching. Where's Denny? I don't know where Denny is. Denny, you know, Denny's probably with his seven daughters. Yeah, he does have like a little like a litter of offspring. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I guess some announcements. We got. All of our certs booked, so I know. Uh, and Chad, thank you for hosting the last one. Yeah, Chad, thanks for hosting the last one. And then Steve, we got two seminars coming your way. Are you ready for that? Heck yeah. <laughs> Steve's gonna be busy during that time. If they came to my gym. <laughs> yeah, he's managed to avoid every past seminar in Georgia ever. <laughs> my, my scheme worked. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carl, we're coming to your spot too. Yep, in June. Yeah, dude. It's going to be good. But um, I don't know, guys, you want to wrap it up. I mean, we've been on the horn for about 20 minutes. Uh, cool little test run, but this is what you could expect. Uh, Hopefully better. Yeah, moving forward once we get the whole system locked down and a set of instructions on how to get people to join up. So, uh, 
Chad, thanks a lot, man. Carl, yeah. thanks for taking the yeah. time, guys. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for hanging on. And then, uh, Steve, you're a good man. When are we going to get you back on the podcast? Yeah, man. Listen, if we had a regular schedule, it's like Thursday at 11 doesn't work. No, no, listen, Luke messages like 10 minutes before. I'm going to call in, guys. I'm like, what? No, Thursday at 11 works if it's every Thursday. Oh. <laughs> All right. You got to, hey, see you, you gotta in learn, hell, Steve. You got to learn how to deal with chaos. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm old, dude. I need structure. <laughs> I drive the same way to work every day. Come on. All right. Sounds good, guys. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks to everybody who's hanging out and watching it. But uh, keep your eyes peeled for a little, some more uh, substantial subject matter, and we'll get everybody else in here. So take care, and happy holidays. We'll see you guys later. See you, all right. see you guys. See you guys. Happy holidays.